Welcome to the Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to Authorities and Warfare. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots, and today is Tuesday, June 13th in the year 2023. I'm going to tell you, be really honest, coming out of this whole Bards Fest last week, kind of reorienting a little bit of the direction of the shows, I mean, it's very clear that we're in a spiritual war right now, and an intense one. And if you're looking at this from the optic of the things that are happening, you have to remember that what goes on in the spiritual manifests in the physical. So it's no coincidence, in my opinion, that when we look at what's happening around us right now, which is intense, and you see all the things that are starting to shake out, think that where things were just before Bards Fest and where things are today. There was a massive shifting that went on in Bards Fest. People were put through the fires of refinement, whether you listen to it online or were there in present. And right now, this is causing a major storm here on our physical earth. The spiritual realm is at war. We're part of that. And it's time we get our head into this game and realize the intensity of the fight that sits ahead. Now, Patriots, one thing for sure is that we are in a time right now when these psychopaths really want to use food as a weapon system, and that has to be stopped. But in order to make sure you don't get caught short, you're going to need a good supply of emergency food that will last for a long time on the shelf. That's why we have My Patriot Supply. Patriots, you've seen the dire headlines we're facing in the world today. Everywhere you look, things are falling apart. That's why the smartest investment you can make right now is in your family's food security. We've seen supply chains break down, food processing plants burn. We've seen animals cold because of so-called viruses. The reality is you might not be able to find food when the next disaster strikes. Imagine a moment in the future where grocery stores could be empty roads closed, and trucks won't be able to make deliveries. When that happens, you need emergency food in full supply. That's why I urge you to grab a three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest preparedness company. When you order today, you'll save $200 on each kit you need. Having these kits means your family will stay fed while others stand in food lines. Don't delay. Order your three-month emergency food kit today and save $200 per kit. It's easy to order. Go to preparewithbards.com. You'll get fast and free shipping too. Preparewithbards.com. Do this today. You won't regret it. Preparewithbards.com. We are dealing right now with truly a demonic in- infection, and it's, a, it's a, almost a cancerous, metastasized virus that's hit our world, and I think we can all see it. I want to play a piece here. This is disturbing. I'm just headed up. It's not the it's not the language. It's the topic. This is a woman that's literally arguing that kink in the pride nonsense rallies uh, needs to include kids. 
and you have to listen to their logic in this. It just it's it's mind bending, and it's literally something that even after we hear, it, we're going to rebuke it in prayer. So here we go. Take a listen. I want to clarify this for a second here. I'm not saying that kink isn't kid friendly. I'm saying that kids and kink can coexist at Pride in a totally fine way. There's a nuance here that making an event kid friendly doesn't mean sanitizing it, aka taking something like kink out of Pride. Making Pride kid friendly is not the same thing as sanitizing Pride. Making a Pride event kid friendly, or I, I prefer kids safe is about making sure we're including and putting kid and youth voices and including them in pride and particularly any justice spaces. Kids and youth voices are vital to justice movements because they are a vulnerable and marginalized group on their own, which includes their intersecting identities and oppressions. So I'm not saying that kink is inappropriate for kids. I'm saying they can and should coexist with each other. Uh, no, that would be a big flat no. So, P- Patriots, this is part of the break I'm going to start making here in the way we do things. I know we, we're always going to pray at the end, but stuff like this, we're just going to drop some prayer warfare on it right now, just like we're just called out for a, a lethal strike from an aircraft. So buckle up. Here we go. Father, we absolutely rebuke this nonsense of these LGBTQ freaks, these people that are twice dead, literally. And we, we're praying that they, that everything that they do ends up falling on this face, that they have no power over these children, that they are burdened with failure on all their actions towards youth, that their tongues are bound, and that their actions are sealed within a hedge of protection for the children, and they're locked out of anything normal. And if, and if it's the demonic that they want, then we just will say that we're not going to stop the demonic for possessing them more and driving them further into the lake of fire. These people, Father, we need to be stopped at all costs. And so our prayer today is to, to limit anything that they do to their own head and that there can be no more reach to children, that they are simply bound and gagged and wrapped within the blood of Christ and sent to the lake of fire with the directive that from here forward, all they can speak is this that Jesus is our Lord and Savior. Those are the only words that can be heard by those around them and in the lake of fire as they sit. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Patriots, President Trump recently issued a warning from his Mar-a-Lago home. Quote, Our currency is crashing and will soon no longer be the world standard, which will be our greatest defeat, frankly, in 200 years. End quote. There are three reasons the central banks are dumping the U.S. dollar. Inflation, deficit spending, and our insurmountable national debt. The fact is there is one asset that has withstood famine, wars, and economic upheaval dating back to biblical times. Gold. And you can own it in a tax-sheltered retirement account with the help of Birch Gold. That's right. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k, maybe from a previous employer, into an IRA in gold. And the best part, you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. Just text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898 for your free info kit. They'll hold your hand through the whole process. The folks at Birch Gold are amazing. Think about this. When currencies fail, gold is a safe haven. How much more time does the dollar have? Protect your savings with gold like I did. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers. Text BARDS to 989898 to get your free info kit on gold. 
Again, text BARDS to 989898. This is one of those decisions you will never regret. Do it today. I'm telling you, I'm sick and tired of this garbage. You can kind of tell. I'm a little bit fired up tonight. When you start going after the kids, and we have gone too long believing that we are disempowered, that they can tell us what they're going to do to the kids, and we go, oh, what can we do? Well, I'll tell you what we can do. We're going to wage a massive spiritual war on them every single time they open their mouth and we engage them. And that has to be because this is what we were given, the authorities over them, authorities over all evil. I'm not going to stand for it. And so I'm going to encourage you in your daily as well to do the same thing. And if, and even better, if you can, like if you come across, across somebody like this, and if you can find somebody to pray with you and pray that into them right now, pray the warfare, pray the authorities over them. The problem we have in, the, in our faith is everybody wants to love and hug. Look, folks, these are evil people. And you can tell me all day long, it's like, well, should we, should we pray for them? Look, you can pray to, for them to have an experience with the Holy Spirit. You can pray for them to have an encounter with Christ, but add this, add this to them, that if they have the encounter with Christ, they either accept Jesus as their Savior or they will be bound to the words that Christ is their Lord and Savior as they're kicked into the lake of fire. Use your authorities aggressively. Bind them. Bind them. And this, and this would be a great effect on anything they do because I'm going to tell you, the more that we start to make it present and known that for every demon that we encounter, we are going to, we're going to wrap you in the blood of Christ, the, the, our Savior, Nazareth of Jesus, Jesus, our Savior, and we are going to bind your mouth and words you speak that everything you say in front of your own Lord, which is Baphomet, Ball, whatever, your only words you're going to be able to speak are those of Jesus is my Lord and Savior. Let me tell you, the word's going to get around to the demonic realm that it ain't fun to deal with Bard's nation. And we're going to bring it. And that's what we have to start doing everywhere. Take the authorities, push it hard, and bind these fools and send them to where they need to go. And if you're hesitant to do that because you're like, well, maybe, maybe Jesus has some other plan. That's cool. I'll do this. Jesus, we're going to let you send these fools anywhere you want them to be. These demons can go wherever you want them to go. However, Jesus, we are binding them to these words that you, Jesus, are their Lord and Savior, that that's all that they can speak. That's what has to happen. And when we start doing this to these people and doing it over and over, it's going to be heard. God hears our prayers, and God knows that we, he does, we, we suffer with every child that's, that's damaged here. And we don't have necessarily the power of the weapons at war in the physical realm to be able to do this without getting ourselves locked up in jail forever. But I'll wage that spiritual war ruthlessly. And until Father God rebukes me for going too far, I'm going to wage it. And I've said this before. I, I'm, I'm, I read it clearly in Scripture that it's millstone time. And so I'll, I'll encourage everyone to produce the spiritual millstones and start waging war with our powers of prayer and being a ruthless prayer warrior in this fight. We do not negotiate with this type of evil. I don't know how else to say it. So let's bring this fight to him. I'm serious. Now take a listen to this. This one, oh, you know I'm going to have something to say about this. So take a <laughs> Oh, the, the people that are in this world right now. I'm just going to let you experience this. You, you, there's nothing more I can say. Here it goes. Nobody told me how lonely being a man is. I had closer friendships with random women I met in the bathroom before I transitioned at clubs 
because of how open women are than I've had in my eight years of transitioning. Because women are just so much more vulnerable and deep than men. But to have known, and I think a lot of trans men feel this, is we knew what de depth felt like before we transitioned. We knew what it felt like to like have people want to hug us. And to have people want to talk to us. And to have a community. And then you transition and you're just a guy walking down the street that people cross the street so that they're not near you. Anyone need a Kleenex? And friendships are so much harder to build. And people are colder. And what's hard is none of this invalidates how real and raw women and people who are in marginalized groups feel about cis white men. All of that's valid. But I also now understand why the suicide rate is so much higher in men. Because this shit is lonely. And I'm an emotionally mature man. <laughs> I know how to build friendships. And it is still really really hard, oh, it's hard. to think about how you can oh. in your small little community oh. where you feel safe can reach out to the men in your life and just help them feel maybe seen for a moment or do do little little conversations to help their emotional maturity so that they can reach out to people and have deeper guy friendship uh, no we're not doing that here I've got some advice for this fool you wanted to be a man? Nut up. Man, I'm telling you, these people, they are so screwed up. Completely screwed up. I, oh, I, I want to almost send this to the Army Command and go, hey, I've got your new recruiting commercial for you. This will be the new be all you can be. The sensitive man that now goes to war. I'm so excited. Oh, my gosh. This is the society. This is a society that, that they literally want to build. I, I don't know. But I just wanted you to appreciate that moment because since I suffered through it, you got to suffer through it too. All right, we're going to pray on this one too. Lord, oh my goodness. I know that you're going to, I know we should have a compassionate heart. But Father, this is a person that chose literally to change their gender and now cries and moans over the loneliness which they've created, which we know ultimately rests in the simple fact that they've never had a relationship with you and never had a relationship with Christ, were, were waylaid by the spirits of whatever they're dealing with, and now sit in this place of wanting everyone else to be like them. So, Father, we're going to pray for just a massive encounter with the Holy Spirit, one that's going to be so overwhelming and so powerful, it's going to break them to their knees. And in so doing, they're going to have to face the reality of what destruction they have done to look themselves deeply in the mirror and to be reminded that in perfection they were born and by their hand they destroyed that perfection. And with that, be given an, a, an opportunity to either restore themselves back to what they were, which would be a woman, or, Father, to be bound by the words, by the blood of Christ, that the only thing they can speak for the rest of their days here and thereafter are that Jesus is their Lord and Savior. And let them speak these words, whether they like it or not, even in the face of the demons that they now serve. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah, dude. I mean, obviously they gave him a pair of balls and it didn't work. 
Fake ones, that's what happens. You, you can see they're probably all made in China anyway. So you can see where, where that's going. It's not a good thing, I'm telling you, for, your, for you Gen Zers out there, because we listened to that piece earlier today too, a bunch of Gen Z wackos that are trying to tell us that they're all like, oh, yeah, yeah, we're here, we're happy, we're Gen Zers, we're, we're proud and mighty because we're actually going to be supporting all this craziness. No, you're not. Gen Zers, you need to find Jesus. And we're going to guide you and help you everywhere we can. But this is not the time to be playing around with your with this gender confusion stuff. It's absolutely ridiculous. And that's what the problem is. We have got, these are all just like crazy spirits. Have you noticed how every person that joins the LGBTQ movement has to be identified and, and ratified? Basically, they have to be confirmed in their own existence by their sexuality. It's, it's, un, it's unrelenting. If they can't show you who they are in by with their sexual stuff, then they're not they're not fulfilled, and they have to be confirmed and validated from us going. Uh, oh yeah, by the way, um, yes, we agree that you are you were a man, and and now you're not a man, and now you're a woman or whatever. Take a listen to this piece. This is a bunch of elder, Gen Zers, very disappointing. Take a listen. Republicans, listen, Gen Z is woke. We support diversity. We support inclusion. We support LGBTQ+, and we are socially conscious. We care about these issues. And look, Republicans think it's a home run point when they call us woke and try to demonize us. But here's the thing. We're woke and proud, and we are the voters of the future. Exactly. We're going to be one of the largest voting blocks in 2024. So I change your strategy because 2024 is coming up fast. And I think they're two little gay boys anyway. So I, I just have some words for him, and it's like, no, we're not going to change. Two, we're not voting. We're not Republicans. We are, we are the sons and daughters of the Most High. Your distorted little view where you are, we are gladly to shuffle you off to an island to live it through if you would like. But at the end of the day, God will, not, will have his way, and it will not be one that you will enjoy because you've decided to walk away from him. Now, patriots, that also puts a greater onus on us in all truth. And that onus is, as warriors in this fight, we have got to start reaching out to these youth and start bringing truly the power of the supernatural God into their lives. That means that when we're praying, it isn't just praying, and this is what has happened in our world, is our faith has become so dead. It's like obedience and that's it. I mean, you're going to obey this and listen to the boy in the skinny, skinny jeans pulpit that doesn't know anything about warfare, has never done anything about healing the sick, casting out demons, raising the dead, doing greater works than he. But they're going to tell you that you must come to the be, feel guilty about what you do, repent all the time, and put money in the offering plate. That's why we end up with these Gen Zers out here running around thinking that they've got a better world now because they're more inclusive. I am telling you right now, we need to get Christ back in their lives. And that's going to begin by us living into the authorities that God gave us. That means us being mighty warriors within this world. That means us praying for healing. And I'm going to tell you, it's not going to happen overnight. That means we've got to be disciplined to do it every day. Remember I told you about muscle memory. It takes 2,000 times of doing an action over and over before it really establishes itself as muscle memory. It's interesting because those that do great healing will tell you it's been like 2,000 times before they start to see the miracles of God work through them. But this is what we have to be doing. These are the authorities, and this is the warfare we're in. And this is a real war. We are not here just to passively, I mean, let me tell you, when you're going after the kids, that's one thing. But when we see the kids that have never known the living God, they've never had an experience with Jesus, and now they're being distorted and led astray by those that we're letting preach to them, 
The father of lies is preaching to them while we're sitting over here on the side going, oh, that's a bad thing. That's a bad thing. We need to reach into them. We need to reach their hearts. And part of that is to let them witness and experience the power of the supernatural God that lives and flows through us. That means courage for each person out here that's, out, that's trying to get this way. We can't just sit on the side wringing our hands. So we're, we're going to, matter of fact, we're going to do this just tonight because I'm, I'm really motivated to do some prayer warfare tonight. And this is another, another example. Okay, so Casey Bird for Jesus. She's here tonight. Her husband. And we prayed for him last night, okay? And her husband is dealing with a problem with his neck. Okay, his name is Kurt. So what he has is, is, is that he has in his MRI, it's, there is a ser- severe, uh, form, I, mean, I may say it wrong, formanial form uh, stenosis at the C4 and 5 and the 5 and 6. And this, so he's getting shooting pain down his right arm, and he's having a hard time even walking around and lifting his head. Okay? So... We need that, we need that fixed. So join me because we're gonna we're gonna do this now. Father God, we are we're gonna pray for Kurt tonight. And Father, with the authorities given to us by our Savior Jesus, we are proclaiming miraculous and supernatural healing over Kurt. That whatever's wrong with his neck in the areas of his vertebrae, that these are miraculously healed. And they, with the power and the blood of Jesus, they are healed and returned and restored back to the mightiness as kingdom intended, the perfection of his body. There's no more bending over. There's no more pain. It's simply taken away. And in this moment, as we pray together, Father, we're praying to restore this man perfectly as he was, to give him the strength back and at the same time, give him the, the power of the Holy Spirit within to speak testimony to the world of the power and the glory of you, Father. Father, we say these things with a heart of love and a heart of, of healing. And we just proclaim healing over Kurt, a total and absolute healing. And Jesus, we just ask that as you touch him and heal him and the Holy Spirit fills him, that there will be no doubt and there won't be any delay. He's not going to have to go through surgery. It's just going to be a mighty, massive healing that will leave doctors stunned. They'll be jaw-dropped wondering what happened. And all he can do is smile and say, I speak Jesus. So Jesus, we pray for this. We pray for the healing, Father, to settle in on him. And we're declaring all of this in the authorities given to us by our Savior, Jesus Christ. See, this is what I'm talking about with warfare. No hesitation. No hesitation. We've got to dig in on that warfare. And when we do, like dig in and dig in hard. This is a time when we can start seeing miracles happen. And the more that we do it as a routine, we're, our hearts get more open to what heaven needs us to hear. Our focus gets more intense. I mean, so much about this is keeping a clear mind, a focus on what we need, drilling our prayers in hard and nailing that target and going after it and making sure that we're doing things for the right reasons. That means also having a loving and forgiving heart. We have to rip away vengeance from our heart. And let me tell you, when we start dealing with these pedophiles, freaks, and we're trying to pray for hedges of protection and pray to have them bound, that is not an easy thing to do because there's emotions that get involved in this. Emotions that we want to just reach out and sometimes we just want to reach out and give that nice little throat punch. But we can do that throat punch through spiritual warfare, understanding that they they have to be ultimately that what we're doing is binding them to the truth, which is Jesus is their Lord and Savior. All of these things have to be in our daily routine. All of these things have to be 
completely focused in our the way we operate and no hesitation. And that's just a big one. I mean, all the things that are going on today are absolutely insane. Trump's being indicted. You know, you've got Biden walking around laughing in the hallways when they ask him about the, the tape about Burisma and his son. I mean, you have this clown show going on up in D.C. And obviously there's other things going on that they don't want you to see. That's why they're wanting you to look at Trump and nowhere else. The economy's still clicking along. Blackstone, by the way, hey, for all the views that use that 23andMe site for get your DNA thing, yeah, that one. Well, Blackstone just bought it. And now they have 100% access to all the DNA that was left in there. So that probably is going to look like, what, clone factories maybe? If you use 23andMe and then you're out there surfing the site and all of a sudden you start seeing yourself out there, well, and actually it's worse than that because I, I said 23andMe. It's actually Ancestry.com. So if you've used Ancestry.com, Blackstone is here to help because they just, for $4.7 billion, they got total ownership over all the DNA of every person who's ever used that service. Huh, wonder what that means. Like, all of a sudden, your great-great-great-grandfather is going to start showing up in the movies as a new modern-day actor or something. The clone shops are open. Look out. Here we come. Remember, these people are absolutely sick. They have no restraints. They have technologies that they do not want you to know about. They're going to keep you blinded as long as they can. Cloning's real. Just let's get real about it. Cloning's real. Okay. They're not going to let you know about it. Child enslavement and child worship and child sacrifice and child rape and child trafficking, they're all real on a massive scale. We're talking billions and billions and billions of dollars a year. I just got a report today from Pete Chambers from the border. Oh, but it's worse. It's not at the border. It's 50 miles inside the U.S. border on a 40-mile square, 40 square mile area that's owned by some billionaire that has now turned it over to the illegal aliens and they just got inside and found, not Pete, but a couple guys just got inside and found two young girls in their teens that were chained and raped to death. This is happening on U.S. soil. This is what's going on in our country. And this is, the horrors are only just beginning. And it is up to us, beginning with the realms of spiritual warfare, to start changing the game. The intensity of your heart has to shift. You have to be focused on winning and destroying this enemy ruthlessly. This is not an enemy we are, we are going to negotiate with. This is an enemy that's out to rape, pillage, and destroy. So we need to do a prayer for, those, for what just happened there, so join me there. Father, this news today of two young girls, two young girls that were horrifically tortured and raped to death, just it's sickening, Father. And how this is allowed to happen is, is ultimately falls, the blood falls on our hands. So, Father, one, we pray for mercy for this nation, a nation that allows this. But we pray for justice, Father. Justice not just for those that have done the action, but for every person, including the congressman who knew this place existed, to be held accountable for this crime. Father, that means that we're praying for true justice of the hand of you, Lord. Justice that will bring them to the surface, expose them to the light, reveal them for all that they are. And as they are, go through this justice, that they will be bound, bound by the blood of Jesus and that they will be ultimately spend their time in the lake of fire. And the words, only words that they will be able to speak are Jesus is my Lord. Jesus is my Lord. Father, these are times when harsh judgments have to start being brought upon this, this land. People are getting away with too many things. 
And as your remnant, we're standing now and declaring these authorities given to us by heaven. And Father, if there's other things you want us to do, then open our hearts for the types of prayers we need. But we are focused now on warfare, warfare to bring warfare to this world and to wage warfare in the name of these children that are being victimized by dirty-handed politicians and demonically driven fools that think it's their right to pillage the gifts that you give us. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Warfare, people, warfare. We are all into this. This is, this is our job and our mission. And each one of us can work together. And what I was going to say earlier is not only getting together, but if you need to do prayer, link up with people in Bard's Nation. Set up prayer attack teams. Like literally, you have a list of stuff. These are prayer warfare teams. These are the campfires we were talking about at Bard's Fest. You need to call people up. You can get a quick call together. All of you pray together. You can do it on a quick call. Set up like a 911 number that you guys can do and, and, or 911 call out. So you guys can all come together quickly and start pulling together and doing spot prayers to start attacking targets and breaking strongholds. This is, again, how we win. And this is so powerful for each one of us to, to embrace. We have to do this. I just had a call with a little bit ago with resistance chicks, and I mean, it was right in the middle of the call. Like Michelle just called up and said, we need to pray on this, and then we, and we did. And so this is the sort of thing I'm talking about. I was with Jennifer earlier today, and we did the same thing. I'm in conversations, and when prayer needs to come up, we just, that's Jennifer Renee, the pot maker. She's a beautiful pot maker. She, she made all those great pots. That's the sort of thing I'm talking about. Okay, we have got to be focused on what our mission is and never lose focus on where we're going. This enemy is trying to constantly take us off target, trying to move us one way or the other. And while it may be seeming, you know, sometimes you're, we get frustrated because we can't do anything, oh, but we can do so much. Because remember, the battle begins in the spiritual realm, so empower it. You be, use the authorities. Use the authorities God give us, gives us. Use the scriptures that God gives us. Wage the war intensely. Waylay spiritual realms waylay them with the authorities of the sons and daughters of the Most High. Let them know that you're here. Let them know that you're awakened now and you're ready to wage war and there'll be no more of this on earth. And as happens in heaven, it so falls on earth. And let it be. And let it then manifest as it does. And we can pray against it here as well. But this is truly one of the most empowering things we can do in this moment in time, and we need a lot more of it. So I'm encouraging all of you in Bards Nation, start teaming up. Create your fire teams. It can be two, three, four, four people. You can set up a 12-man special operations team, whatever gets you going. But get these things organized, and you can organize yourself. There's plenty of connectivity now. Get, get your call groups going, and you don't all have to be in the same geographical location. You know that. And when things come up, decide on times or do an, like an emergency call if something comes up and pray into it and attack the stronghold and break it. Tear those walls down like Jericho. Wield the sword like Joshua and his army. Slay every man, woman, child, and donkey within those strongholds and raise up that sword to heaven. Listen, obviously, always to what Father leads you to do, but be mighty in these hours. This is where we have to rise as true Christian warriors, as warriors under the banner of Christ. And then from that, we start to shake out the demons and literally start waging holy war, which that in itself is cool. I can do that. Yeah. What are you doing today? I'm going to wage some holy war. You know, someone said to me, I told you that over on Saturday. I said, how did your Saturday go? They're like, it was awesome. I said, what's awesome? They're like, well, we broke the chains and bondages in the morning, cast out demons, closed a portal and, and slayed a dragon. And then we had lunch. I'm like, wow, that's be all you can be, man, right there. 
That is what we're talking about, that intensity, that focus. And we have to constantly do this to, to literally wage war and bring victory into this earth. And keep in mind that we're, this enemy's not stopping. The World Economic Forum, under our favorite demonic fool, that would be Harari, who I think is like the right pinky of Satan himself, he has now said that they're going to use the AI to rewrite the Bible and create religions that are actually correct. But if that's not enough, <laughs> a bunch of Methodists were called to a big congregational meeting that was all run by an AI. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the latest news. And the things that continue to be important, yeah. But in other good news, Bud Light is continuing to collapse. No one's crying over that. 27% down on the 10th week going. Their brand is destroyed, never coming back. That needs to continue to hemorrhage across all brands. We need to prove to them we don't need their junk. Anytime they support LGBTQ agendas, they need to burn. Their brands need to be destroyed, and their stock value needs to be just destroyed. How do you do that? Don't buy their product. Don't shop at their stores. It's very important that we get understanding this. So the, the LGBTQ cult and mafia is on the move, using every access they can to try to rewrite and destroy culture from top down and bottom up at the same time. They're trying to mainstream everything they can about their nonsense of stealing God's rainbow and turning it into a perverted sexual performance for somebody to witness or be able to be forced to see. We have seen this happen over and over in the last few weeks as schools are secretly trying to force kids to watch LGBTQ garbage. We have new bills that have come up that have stated that in some places that if they remove, if there's any removal of pornography from the library, that they will lose funding for their schools. And then, of course, we had the, the little uh, LGBTQ demonstration and Pride Day over on the White House where one of the trans people had to lift off their top and show off his new fake boobs. Family-friendly, though, mind you. Family-friendly. That's what we call family-friendly in the new world, new world Order. Everything ultimately is about going after the kids, destroying the children, and leaving scars that will ultimately last for generations and leave them emotionally and demonically, spiritually unstable and open to the attacks to be subject to the whims and wills of this demonic order that's on the rise. We have the authorities. God has given us those authorities. I keep saying it over and over, and it is so important to understand. We have the authorities to stop this. But unless we do, it's going to continue, and it's going to continue to go on. We have to begin where we are strongest, and this is one of the tricks of great warfare. Begin where your greatest strengths are. Our greatest strengths right now are not wielding muskets and running on rat patrols across the nation. Our greatest strength right now in a spiritual warfare is to wage spiritual holy war against these people and do it ruthlessly with conviction. So we need to learn to pray better. Pray with intent. Pray with passion of the Holy Spirit. And pray with the messages and deliverance given to us by Father God. This is a time that there can be no mercy for these people in that sense. God will deal with justice. We have the obligation again and again to raise up the stronghold, to break down the strongholds, set up the hedge of protection, get and man the wall, fill the gap, and do everything we can to save these children. 
The world continues to spin around and around. And it's a sad state of affairs for all of us. And they're doing it intentionally. One of the biggest things they're trying to provoke with all of these things with President Trump is to try to provoke patriots into literally trying to go to go to guns. You know what we saw today in Miami? This is this classic of the way things always work. Antifa was there in like 60,000 plus in downtown Miami. And of course, we know that if Antifa's there, something is soon to burn. But Trump supporters were outside, blowing horns, praying, cheering, celebrating. When President Trump went to a local cafe on his way back to Mar-a-Lago, he stopped in. The whole crowd stopped, put his hands on him, and prayed on him. Patriots, prayer is powerful. Prayer is a weapon system. Prayer is our greatest weapon system. So it is time that we literally get our head in this game, start focusing deeply into what we can deliver in the most effective way, and we will build out our tools of warfare from there. Prayer. Focus prayer. Keep your head clear. Keep your heart empty of vengeance. I can't stress that enough. That is not God's playground. That's the devil's playground. Keep a loving position in everything you do. God loves all his children, everyone. And ultimately, he will try to bring as many home as possible. That door never closes until he finally closes it. I'm going to give you a story here real quick as we close. One of the people at Bard's Fest that was attending, she's a wonderful Christian woman that has been called to live among witches and warlocks down in South America. They've tried to kill her dozens of times, and she keeps praying it through. Finally, the warlock came to her, the senior warlock, and he said to her, this is just last weekend I got this story, by the way, and he said to her, how come you're not like most Christians and you don't die? She says, God loves you, but he's going to give you one more chance. Turn to him, turn to Jesus, and he will forgive you. Well, he didn't. Two weeks later, the senior warlock was dead. God is going to put us all in difficult positions and sometimes challenging positions. But right now we have to open ourselves up to those opportunities so he can lead us and understand that we are like a remnant, a special operations remnant that he's going to place into places for us to bring that love of Jesus in there, to be mighty with the sword of the spirit and to trust in him for justice. But our eyes have to be fixed on the warfare, fixed on the enemy, and also be able to pray hard into those that are trying to harm the children, to protect the children with every tool that we have. God hears our prayers. Heaven hears our prayers. There are, there's gnashing of teeth and there's tears in heaven right now for the devastation that are being done on these children. And we have the authorities to stop it. Just a matter of whether we believe and truly have faith to do just that. Patriots, let's pray. Father God, we're grateful for this time we've come together today, grateful for this time we have in listening and hearing and bringing the wisdom that you put on our hearts forward into action. Father, in this difficult time when we witness so much destruction to our youth, so much ignorance and destruction that happens against our elderly, Father, we just, we just pray a hedge of protection around these, these two groups of people, protection for our children, protection for our elderly, but Father, we also just, we, as we focus our prayers tonight, we just stay the hand of anyone seeking to do evil. We bind them, each and every one that seeks to do evil. We bind them with the blood of Christ and bind them with the knowledge and experience that stands before them to witness the power of the Holy Spirit and the presence of Jesus. 
to give them a choice in that very moment of either submitting to Christ or being cast away to the lake of fire forever to speak the words in front of their own master that Jesus is Lord. Father, we need we pray tonight that every demon in this world hears these, these prayers that we make, that we are serious about warfare, that if they engage the children and we can engage them, we will cast them away to this lake of fire. We will bind them with the blood of Christ and we will force them for the eternity to speak the word, the words, Jesus is my Lord. And they know the suffering that will bring. Father, we're praying that the hands will be removed of negative influence, of demonic influence against the children, that they understand that this is a line that we will no longer cross. And so we declare these things in Christ Jesus' name. We declare these things with the authorities given to us to step on snakes and scorpions and to have dominion over all evil. And we declare these things with the knowledge that we can do all that Jesus did in greater works than he as we believe in Jesus and as he goes to the Father. So, Father, hear our prayers. This is time for war. We're ready and buckled up. Our hearts have been clarified and purified with fire. And we're now ready, Father, for the front line. Let us launch these attacks with our hearts, knowing that you will deliver justice and that the demonic world must now know that the sons and daughters of the Most High have awakened. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Be bold, patriots. Be mighty in this hour. This is a thing that every one of us needs to organize our local spiritual militias to be ready to, to, be, uh, to launch attacks when things happen. Launch your spiritual attacks locally, combined nationally, to work together. It's important. Here and off the platform, there is so much that we can do in prayer warfare. Study it, share the ideas, grow the techniques and methods. Don't be bound and don't put that God in a box. Be open to compassion where he extends it, even though that might run against the grain of what you want to do. Be equally ready to levy the sword of the spirit where needed. But be aggressive, be ruthless and relentless, and never bow to this evil. This is a time more than ever that this world needs this. Our children need this, and they need to know that there's hope, that there's many out here praying mightily, fearlessly, just as we did in Marysville, and all of us came together and prayed on that street, that's how we will have to carry this war forward, to cr- proclaim that every place we place our foot, we're reclaiming it for the God and for kingdom, and that there's no more place for the demonic to live and to reside, that we were going to box them in and ultimately cast them out, and they will be driven to a point that they will be going mad, wishing then gnashing and wishing that they had gone back to the lake of fire, which we can help them do with, of course, the consequence that the only words they will ever speak is that Jesus is their Lord and Savior. Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent, always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy mission forward. Patriots, I will see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward 
by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable. And we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. 